Hello and welcome to our podcast, Health in Our Hands. I'm Prathna Shah. And I'm Radhika Patel. Both me and Radhika are third-year medical students and are part of the Public Health and Preventive Medicine Society here at Barton in London. We hope you've been enjoying our podcast so far and we're very excited to bring you a whole new episode where we'll be discussing a new aspect of health with you all. Today we will be discussing the ever-important topic of mental health. And with the majority of the UK in national lockdown, I feel like this will be a very relevant topic. We will be focusing on mental health affecting the younger generation, as I feel like with us being university students, it will be very apt to talk about it. And maybe we could even chime in with our own experiences. We cannot start the conversation without talking about the impact that COVID has had on our students with online teaching, GCSEs and A-levels being cancelled, not getting correct protected grades and getting into uni just based on some mocks you did previously. How do you feel about that, partner? Well, I guess it's very apt to talk about considering we just had Boris's announcement yesterday about how Jesus in LA levels are probably going to get cancelled. And instead of actually telling people what's going to happen and what's happening, we're going to put in some alternative arrangements. Now, that's just caused a wave of uncertainty amongst many young people because what do we base what's going to happen now what uh, no one knows what's going on and as if that wasn't bad university students just got left out the announcement altogether like apparently we're paying nine thousand two hundred fifty pounds but no no repercussions we're not getting anything from it so yeah it's pretty explanatory that people's mental health is going to go down because we have no idea what's going on we feel lonely feel isolated feel unsure all these feelings just fusing together Definitely. It can be really worrying and it can cause a lot of anxiety within students. As university students, we all know that we're expected to achieve the same quality of work when this quality of teaching is just not the same. Like, for example, for third years, they have to do a whole dissertation without getting any face-to-face help. And that could cause a lot of pressure and anxiety and stress within students. Yeah, if we're talking about third years... The poor first years who had to go to uni in the beginning of the year and they weren't even allowed to leave, make friends. I mean, that's what freshers is all about. And combining that with homesickness where they're not going to get any help from their parents, a whole new city, a whole new load of people. It's not the first year uni experience a lot of people wanted. And unfortunately, some people actually succumb to that. We heard about cases of university students committing suicide due to plummeting mental health. And we just feel that's quite sad and support is needed. Definitely. So we threw out the question to you guys on Instagram about your experiences with mental health and maybe other people's experiences that you've heard of as well. And also your feelings about the system we have here to tackle mental health problems such as the NHS and university support. So one person said that unis at the start of Corona should have asked how the students feel and what they want to do about it. But we completely agree. Like like we said, we were left out of any decision-making process at all. And just having an idea of what's going to happen, what we're going to be graded on, really would have helped people to plan their life and plan what's going on through a very uncertain time. Definitely. And some people said that also just saying student support is available is the uni's idea of ticking the mental health box. We completely agree because a lot of the time they send emails going student support is available but they need more signposting and better signposting which says exactly where we can access the student support, what exactly is entailed in the student support and how it can really help us with our mental health. 
One person also said, uh, mental health depends on uni. Another response is that uni are valuing money over mental health. And this is quite clearly shown in the fact that we're still paying the same fees. Whereas, like you said, Radhika, the quality of teaching is just not the same. Not just about tuition fees, but people were being forced to move back home or forced to not live and pay rent for a place, thing when, place we're not even living in. That's going to cause huge financial strain, which would definitely cause stress to people. Definitely. One very interesting perspective is that the NHS should help us prevent all, um, prevent all of us from getting mental health issues rather than being reactive. They should put in measures for all of us, regardless of whether we've been diagnosed or not. Yeah, and this is quite prominent as many people are just not aware of how common mental illness is. About one in five adults have a mental illness in any given year. And mental illness is more than just being depressed. It actually covers a wide range of problems spanning from the ones that affect mood to the ones that genuinely affect thinking and actual behaviour. And some examples of this are depression, anxiety, schizophrenia... Yeah, definitely. And poor mental health can not only just affect your mental ability to do things, but also your physical ability to do things because your poor mental health can affect your ability to make healthy decisions and fight off chronic diseases. This could lead to lots of serious health complications such as heart disease, high blood pressure and even premature death. So we were actually thinking about what measures that we can include, actually preventative medicine, medicines, measures, preventative measures that help with counselling, focus groups that would actually target people and in, put them in small groups to help them talk about their problems, sort of like therapy sessions, but actually more relaxing um, meditation and classes to teach us all about mindfulness. For example, free exercise classes and nutrition classes. This specific type of education on what stress can actually do to us. For example, like we said, the complications, if you are completely normal or if you have disorders like ment um, schizophrenia, bipolar, anorexia, and identifications of these things that actually can cause mental health problems would actually help us find solutions. Definitely. And a really good way of identifying these triggers for your mental health could be journaling, because that can really help clarify your thoughts and feelings and build some self-awareness. It's also been found to reduce stress and assist at problem solving. And of course, it can be fun to look back on. <laughs> and we also think all of this stuff really should be implemented early on from a very young age. It could, it could be ingrained into the academic education inside the curriculum alongside maths, English, science. And that will help give people a lot more importance rather than just making people learn it halfway through secondary school. So we really feel like these measures could be incorporated from very very early on so we thought we'd give you a couple of tips to help you help you create a healthy body and mind firstly we can't talk about university students and not talk about sleep a lot of university students don't have a good sleep schedule because we're busy we're doing work we're ta having all-nighters we're going out of course some of those things have been cut back on because of this lockdown but again it's essential to maintain a normal sleep schedule because not getting enough sleep has been linked with depression, anxiety and stress. Yeah, so the recommendation for an adult uh, of having sleep is over seven hours more and I can gladly say I was not getting that in first and second year and I don't think many people are so if you're having trouble falling asleep and staying awake try 
try relaxing before you go to bed and that is putting away your phone so we all know we're always on social media and social media can actually cause mental health problems as well for example seeing people in their best forms everyone only puts their best moments online and comparing yourself maybe right before you go to bed is just not the idea so keep in mind like healthy sleep put the phone away lowering your caffeine intake no coffees we don't want to be staying up and having a stricter schedule, don't just go to sleep at 4am one night and 2am the other night, but then 10pm. Having a bedtime maybe sticking to it would really help. Definitely. And one thing I found to be really useful is taking like five or 10 minutes beforehand to just breathe and like even try to meditate a bit, like we said earlier, because that can really reduce your stress levels and breathing can really calm you down and help you process the day that you've had before you. Yeah. Another tip we have is actually eating a healthy diet. So as university students, we're living on our own. Pretty much most of our diet does consist of like pasta and noodles, doesn't it? So diets loaded with processed, high calorie and low nutrient foods have actually been linked to increased depression and anxiety and low mental health. So we should probably avoid skipping meals, which can be quite hard when you've got a very busy schedule. But this can lead to fatigue and quite unhealthy snacking. So what is pretty good is including fruits such as vegetables, nuts, whole grain foods and fish and healthy fats. And not just us telling you this, it's actually been proven to help with increased brain function. We'd all love to be able to improve our brain function and remember yep. some of that content from uni. Oh, too much content, <laughs> too much content. And finally, a tip that would really help you is to exercise regularly. Because exercise can release feel-good brain chemicals like endorphins and serotonin that can ease depression and anxiety. So choose a program or a form of exercise that works for you. That could be cardio-intense interval training or even a more mindful and intention-driven yoga practice or anything in between. Whatever it is that you choose, even if it's just a run or a walk, sticking to it is the key thing. So finishing off, we'd like to recommend some mental health charities that have really helped students and young people with their mental health because it's always important to speak to someone and actually get help if you need it. Some of these ones include Sports in Mind, which combines um, therapy, talking to someone with sexual sports, Young Mind, which focuses on children as well, Student Minds, which helps university students and the Princess's Trust. Just remember, if you're having these thoughts during lockdown, it's completely normal. We've just gone through a global pandemic and you are not alone. Thank you.